0: Welcome to the Immigrants Squared podcast. My name is Anna. I was born in one of the former Soviet republics, raised in a small yet very unique country in the Middle East, and have been living in the US for almost 20 years. I've always been curious about different languages, cuisines, music, and traditions. I also always had a desire to help people become their best self. I invite you to join me on an adventure throughout the world as I discover immigrants' stories learn about new cultures, and together we find new ways to help immigrants unlock their potential. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Immigrant Squared podcast. In this episode, I had the honor of hosting Luba Laor. Luba is one of the million immigrants who came to Israel with their family in the early 1990s when the former Soviet Union fell apart. Her story is featured in a recent docuseries in Israel called Do Echad Vachetzi, Generation 1.5, which talks about the generation and the stories of these children who immigrated with their parents from the former Soviet republics. Those children faced tremendous struggles growing up in Israel while wanting to blend in the society and also struggling to honor the heritage and culture from home. Many faced bullying and some had to choose between becoming quote-unquote Israeli, which for some meant changing their name and refraining from speaking Russian, to remaining quote-unquote Russian and staying with that crowd and speaking only Russian. The docuseries opened a very important and long overdue debate in the Israeli society about the struggles that those children from Generation 1.5 faced both at home and outside. Hi, Luba. Welcome to the Immigrant Square podcast. Thanks so much for joining all the way from Israel.
1: Hi, Anna. Thanks for inviting me. I've been listening to a few of your episodes and it made me think (laughs) and feel.
0: That's great. Thank you very much. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to Israel.
1: Uh, Well, my name is Luba, uh, Luba Lahore, now that I'm married. I was Luba Dernovskaya back then when uh, I was born in Ukraine, in a city called Nikolaev. And when the former Soviet Union became to fall apart in the late 1990s, my parents decided to immigrate to Israel. And in Hebrew, it's called Aliyah. And the meaning of the word is that you're basically going up. So the initial purpose of my parents was to, you know, just to uh, give us the opportunity for a better life, um, better than they started to envision in uh, the former Soviet Union. And uh, the entire side of my mother's family, which we were... Uh, we lived in one neighborhood. Uh, the four sisters decided to immigrate. My father actually did not want to come, as he was uh, feeling, re- uh, you know, very safe and found where he was. And he started a little business, so he was uh, he was like against uh, Aliyah and immigration. Eventually, uh, my mom convinced him that it was for the for the benefit of his daughters uh, me and my older sister and uh, we immigrated with them my mom's entire family three sisters and um, three more uh, grandchildren so we came uh, you know big family you might say to Israel it took us three days uh, because back then uh, the border was not open and you weren't, you weren't able to just, you know, catch a plane and, and to come to Israel. So we, we went through Romania, I believe. And then uh, only when the... At the back, <laughs> and the airport in Israel. The airport was closed that the Sukhnut had an agreement with the Romania that uh, we were able to fly.
0: And just to clarify, had- the Sukhnut is the Jewish agency that was responsible for bringing yeah. all of these um, Jews to
1: live in Israel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, well, and then we came to uh, our friends, which lived in Shikun Batakim in Netanya, with each, with the, it's uh, like uh, in the center of Israel, a small uh, neighborhood uh, with not that many uh, Russian immigrants whatsoever. And they were the only people we knew. And we, like, we just came, the, almost the entire family, to their uh, small home and we weren't allowed to, you know, wash the toilet water and, like, we showered, we had to shower in the same water in the bathtub and for a few days until they helped us to find, like, uh, you know, apartments in the area. And uh, and then we moved to, uh, like, a uh, city n- nearby and then when I was 17, um, my father committed suicide, and, and uh, fast forward 23 years almost, and I have four children, four boys, and I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Kobe. And uh, well, and, and uh, like five years ago, I started my journey of like, um, I don't know, maybe the immigrant journey. Uh, <laughs> of, uh, you know, self-reflecting when my, my, uh, my kids were my, when my eldest uh, was nine, which is, which was the, my age when I came to, when I came to Israel, um I, something in, you know, something happened to me and um, my inner child, the Luba that was nine-year-old and my eldest son suddenly couldn't sit next to each other. So I started like um, dealing with my childhood as an immigrant uh, girl and um, also as a daughter of someone who committed suicide, which is also very heavy stuff.
0: Going back to the reason why just so people understand uh brought him to suicide was the struggles of immigration nothing else
1: yes i believe so uh we came to israel with n- no help basically almost no help from the government and also back then we couldn't bring anything of our um property no, no money nothing we had to give up a russian uh, citizenship in order to come here so my parents knew that they will have to start from scratch and also it's not even start from you know like even it's like starting from like minus negative. something yeah
0: negative one and mm. not even from zero yes. and one thing to mention yes. to people who don't know a lot about the immigration of 1990 just like you and i experienced it is the fact that the most ridiculous part was that Jews wanted to leave, but they couldn't. And to give up their Soviet citizenship, they had Mm -hmm. to pay for it to be taken away, which is something that is completely illogical. When you wanna give up a citizenship because you wanna go to a place where you'll be safer because of anti-Semitism that I assume both of our families experienced in Ukraine and the former Soviet Union, they had to pay money for that and i think that's ridiculous and just adds to the mm-hmm. struggles and the mental and emotional mm-hmm. struggles that people experience and i just feel like the listeners should kind of understand that which is it's really hard to understand if you haven't experienced but it's really powerful and it can lead people to very very low emotional states
1: of course and uh, uh, like eight years later, my after he was working as a car in a car wash, um, and he was fired because he wanted to like you know make more living. He wanted to, he requested a higher salary, so he was fired. And um, after four months, he committed suicide. So, yes, you mentioned something very important, I think, the fact, you know, that uh, our parents had to give up their citizenship. And it's something that I, like, as an adult, thought about this, I tried, like, to, you know, bring this situation to the present in, in, in trying to imagine the situation in which I'm, you know, I'm immigrating with my family to another place for the opportunity uh, and the chance for a better life, and I and I'm giving up my citizenship. And for three days, for the period of the you know the massa <laughs> for the travel, you are you don't have any citizenship. Like you know, it's just I can't imagine in 2022. You know, the the war, the the war in Ukraine. You know. Uh, gave me a different perspective of, our, of 2022, but still that aside, it's hard to imagine nowadays this kind of situation that you just completely I think like nothing basically, you know. Yeah.
0: So how long were you in Israel when your uh, father committed
1: suicide? Uh, Well, we came in uh, December 1990 and uh, he passed away in November 1998, so eight years. I was uh, 17 already. Um, What were some um, of the whole struggles
0: that you and your parents and your sister experienced um, during your immigration?
1: Well, you know what? it's funny but uh, if uh, this wouldn't have happened to us I would probably think that we have like the perfect immigration because only 8 years uh, after we immigrated my sister was my sister had a baby already our first grand like my first nephew and they had a, they already were very young grandparents and it gave them so much uh, joy and my mom worked and I, and I was like a very good student, you know, and like the army is following. So it was actually a huge, huge, huge surprise because otherwise I would have thought that like we had the perfect immigration. But, um you know, our life is, is our journey. So I understand that there is no such thing and, and I'm lucky enough if, I may use this word to be part of a few projects now that um, I call it Kiruv Levavot. Bringing hearts
0: <laughs> together, yeah. So tell us a little yeah. bit about the projects that yeah. you're involved in. In particular, for the listeners, um, I um, sort of met Luba virtually after I uh, watched um, three episodes of a documentary series that came out Recently in Israel, which is called Dor Echad Vechetzi, which in Hebrew basically means um, Generation One Point Five, and it talks about the generation of young people like us who immigrated with their parents to Israel during the big wave of almost million immigrants from the former Soviet Union um, to Israel. And all the traumas and struggles that they um, kind of um, had to experience. And um, Luba's story was one of them. And I uh, got in touch with her through a Facebook group where a lot of people post about their different immigration issues and journeys even years after. And and I think that that TV show also... um, opened a very necessary discussion in the Israeli society about mm-hmm. the discrimination and struggles and that a lot of those immigrants from the former Soviet Union in 1990 experienced their kids' experience, and now their new generation, their kids, are uh, some of them are experiencing because their parents are not born in Israel. Um, so how did you mm-hmm. get involved in this project of this... Um, Docu series.
1: Well, uh, about five years ago, when I was uh, four years ago, when I was 36, uh, my mom's age when she immigrated. Um, I had uh, very like um, know, like crisis, uh, personal crisis, I think, and it had to do with that. And I just started writing, as weird as it sounds. I I didn't write. Like when I was a kid, anything in nor in Russian, in Hebrew, I just you know. And suddenly I started. I was pregnant with my fourth uh, baby, and something just came out. Like I, one part of me was writing like um, anecdotal stuff about uh, my like early childhood um, experiences in, in in school, and then the other and other parts I was writing about. Um, uh, how I met my husband and his family, and this and this connection between us, and how much I, back then I think I needed like a normal Israeli family to to hug me, uh, especially after uh, the loss that I uh, experienced. So like four years ago, I just started writing, and then um, I think my you know like my pain also for my father was so um, not processed. <laughs> And so deep, so uh, it just came out, and then I started just Google, and I, I I looked at the numbers, and I was pretty shocked to to know how many of us immigrated, like more than a million, and then I and then I started like uh, calculating how many kids came, and I also remember googling how many immigrated to the United States, and I was like, wow, just so many former Russian. Soviet Union citizen, we were Jews. That like all of it's not it's not only me. And uh, and then and then I just decided I had this intuition that um, to make a television series, because you know I just decided that it's interesting. Like I just knew that this was uh, like very crucial part of Israeli history, modern Israeli history. You know, and we you remember that you study at school. Aliyah, the first Aliyah, and the second Aliyah, and I was like, you know, we are relevant. Israel should know about us. There were so many, and I started like to, you know, um, writing and going to like writing classes, and eventually it didn't uh, work out as I envisioned. And um, in this journey, I met Alex Reef, which is one of the. Uh, script screenwriters. Um, and I, I actually offered her to try to write with me the, te- the television series that I, that I wanted. and she couldn't and she was n- not that interested but uh, f- following like a few weeks, she called me and she said that actually she also uh, she and a um, few of her colleagues from college, um, they're actually also like trying to pitch for a documentary, a mockumentary television series for Channel Eleven, uh, which is you know kind of Hadassah, which is like uh, very, uh, I don't, you know,
0: yeah, very um, prominent TV channel in Israel. Yeah,
1: yeah. And if if I will if I mean if I will be interested in sharing my story in this television in the pitch. So I came to the during during COVID, I came to it was like two years ago, April, April two years ago. I came to the audition to, to the pitch and uh and it, uh, I think my the intuition of uh, my intuition and of course uh the creator's intuition was right and it it has a lot of interest in the Israeli and I can't like imagine uh, and I can I can't even explain how many Israelis are writing to me and saying, wow, we had like no idea of like the true, uh, you know, like private stories and not the stigmas that are, you know, that are Russian going with sandals and uh, and uh, socks and stuff and drinking lot like, a lot of vodka. A lot of the know. bullying
0: that people didn't realize that it impacted. And for me. It took immigrating from Israel in 2003 to the U.S. to face another immigration struggle, which is very different, to suddenly a few years ago realize that I need to do something about it because I had these traumas from being bullied and being called smelly Russian and all kinds of other things when my parents immigrated um, in 1990. But how was the journey of making this uh, series and especially during COVID? (laughs)
1: Um, I think it's a journey that for me is just uh, just um, started to develop because the behind the scene work was uh, quite you know accurate and short, not that long. We had like a few shooting days uh, for my part, um, and uh, Roman, uh, which is the director um in one of the scenes he wanted uh, like um, my 17 uh, year old version to be uh, photographed with uh, my like television dad and then he said you know I had I have an idea why why don't you do you when you were 17 so I I said yes and um, it was a uh, scary it's, thing to do. It like was for very like, hard hours that we uh, took the scene. But again, it's like it, it is a very ther- therapeutic. So even I know and I trust that even when I feel the pain, I you know, I just trust that eventually it heals parts yeah. of me. I <laughs> realized
0: that talking about stories, and since I started this podcast in January, um, I've only published 11 episodes right now, but I have a lot of Mm -hmm. recorded episodes, and I have a lot of recorded episodes in Hebrew now after the show with a lot Mm -hmm. of people who immigrated as well, and a lot of people are saying that it's very therapeutic to just talk about it, about their immigration journey, and you mentioned to me when we spoke yesterday that also um, you got your mom to participate, and how that helped her?
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, wow, this is like one of the things, that, of the impact that I couldn't predict. And when the series came out and we were in Cinematech at the premiere of the second episode, um, and she got so much love from everyone there. So, so much love. And so many of my friends just wrote her, wrote, wrote her letters and tell, asking me to like read it to her and then she's their hero and, and you know, and other, other uh, um, like uh, 90s gener- kids, like one and a half generation kids writing to me that they see their parents in a different light and then my mom is a hero. And suddenly hearing her talking about this, about my dad even, because like after he committed suicide, we couldn't even talk about him for 10 years. It was so hard. And even after it was like only me that, you know, went to therapy and, you know, the Soviet uh, character, characteristics, you know, everyone is different, but still there are characteristics that, you know, uh, the stigma you can, you can imagine the typecast, yes, yeah, so. yes, just
0: to explain yeah. to the listeners the typecast is there's a stigma yeah. that as people with the education from the former Soviet Union are very mm-hmm. hard and cold, and they don't express their feelings and particularly not in public,
1: yeah, So like listening to her talking to her friends and saying, "Yeah, you know, uh, Luba was very uh, like we very close to her dad." and it was very hard for her to like and this is her way of coping with it and and stuff it was like mind blowing and and you know and it even healed me even more than i could ever imagine so this is what this is like a very um, important part of yeah for me so this show is great
0: and i'm curious cuz i'm not in israel right now um What kind of uh, debate it opened in the Israeli society now? Did anything change?
1: Uh, Where is this uh, Alex Reef? uh, I I just saw a post uh, of her that she's um, um, she's answering one of one journalist about like um, an article about uh, the new immigrants, Russian immigrants that are coming to, you know, uh, uh, to get the Israeli passport, and they're going back to Russia. Um, it was like very, you know, it's a, it was a very hard, yeah, a very hard and very yeah and
0: very article. hurtful and critical um, part. Just to explain is that there was a population that immigrated to Israel from former mm-hmm. Soviet Union, but. Things didn't work out for them. And I think Alex talks about it in the show about her brother, who his business and things didn't work out for them and decided to, you know, they got the Israeli passport, the citizenship, but went back to Russia, to Ukraine, to any other former Soviet Republic. And I'm assuming I haven't read the article that the journalist Mm -hmm. is criticizing these people. Like, why did you come here, get your passport and then you left?
1: No, but he was meaning he, he meant the liar yeah, that is coming now. Oh, right now because Jewish, of the war because of the in the war. Ukraine, that yeah, they're not like using their uh, Jewish, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, just such a terrible
0: thing to say. People right now yeah. are even more desperate than we were in 1990.
1: Yeah, exactly, they don't want exactly. to
0: come, they're coming just exactly. to save their
1: life. So, I, I don't know if uh, I, I don't, I think you know, again from the many 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 posts and emails and uh, direct messages that i get from my israeli friends and israeli acquaintances that saying well I, I just sorry i'm so sorry for you know i bullied this kid and i'm sorry for that and i'm sorry that i didn't see you i'm sorry that i didn't know and I, I, so i think you know so yeah it's it,
0: that it, actually makes me feel better as a kid who was bullied what? To hear that people are realizing that that bullying was hurtful and it it impacted us years to come. I live in the U.S. for almost twenty years now, and that trauma is still there. Can I read you one of the messages?
1: Of course. In Hebrew, I will. Yeah. I will read one of the messages. (laughs) Okay. Um the The message Luba received in Hebrew was.
0: I'm sorry that I had no idea. I'm sorry for the cruelness. I'm sorry for the ignorance, for the disrespect and the lack of embrace. How lucky it is that you survived, that all of you survived and came to tell. My heart aches and expense for all the success, the love and the families that were formed. The good life that was created after all and despite the great difficulties. Thank you for the docuseries. Very, very. It's, it's
1: like it's a friend of mine, and she and she had no idea. She had no idea, and really, like Kiruv Levavot, this is like, bringing hearts together. Bringing, yes, yes. So I can't, you know, I can't. I unfortunately, I, I'm not. I can't say that you know new policies are in place and uh, and stuff. But there is more awareness, and even more, and yes. yes.
0: Now it's a yes. topic of discussion, which I think is very important. I spoke to yes. another immigrant yesterday uh, and she said, I think there should be policies. Why is it not okay to make racial stirs in the United States and you can go to jail for it or get in trouble for it? But in Israel, it's okay to make these racial slurs against um, immigrants from the former Soviet Union. And another person that I spoke with yesterday mentioned something. She said that there is a thing in psychology that says that it takes 30 years almost to start discussing a trauma. Yeah. And you know, as, as much as like we can look at the example of Holocaust survivors who came and mm-hmm. they didn't wanna talk about it with their kids and grandkids mm-hmm. for many years. I mean, 1990, yeah, it's been, (laughs) now it's time to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's time to talk about it. And uh, I hope that it opens up, you know, a better better dialogue in the society. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially right now when there are so many Ukrainian immigrants who are coming to Israel Mm -hmm. because they're fleeing for their life, not because they really want to come live in Israel. They probably, a lot of them had a really good life in the Ukraine and they were fine until the russian I
1: think, invasion i think they are better in israel uh, i think first uh, first of all due to technology it's like it's very crucial you know the 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 one that we had back in the 90s which is nothing and it's it's very important but also i, I believe that our it's, it is our generation that now you know opens our hands and hearts for them i think it, it is different still immigrant is immigrant it's it comes like it's a political situation it comes with with price you pay and and also you know it, it's not easy but still yes this journey can uh, be easier and must be easier and i think again our generation uh is making this contribution and also i think in in this sense the serious is uh contributing and it opens um it opened a dialogue between the children and their parents many many people also writing about about this that they suddenly see their parents in different light and they they couldn't talk about this before and now they watched the series together and it opened you know, something, you cannot not talk about it.
0: I mean, I can say for myself, it opened a dialogue with my parents, although my parents refused to watch it because they've been traumatized Mm -hmm. enough. But it opened a dialogue and I told them about the show and I told them about my interviews. And and they just um, my mom called me the other day and she said, you know, I told your dad the other day, we were right that we left the Ukraine, and went mm-hmm. to Israel. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was hard. And we were also right that we left Israel to come to the U.S. because they love their life here right now. And she said, mm-hmm. yeah, it was hard, but it was worth it. And I, you know, that's the first time that my mom even talks about
1: it. <laughs> um, like a few years ago, when, when in one of the, you know, wars, local wars here in Israel, my sister came up with this idea. We, I have family in the United States, in Boston and uh, in New York. Um, I, two, my two, two of my cousins, and also like uh, another parts of my family. But, and then my sister comes up, came up with the idea. Maybe we should immigrate to the United States. And I remembered, I was like, you know, no, I, I just, I don't have the strength to just start it all over again. I can't. I just. It was frightening for me even to imagine myself, like you know, gathering myself, bringing. And I already had kids, so it's even
0: harder with kids.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Really, your parents are very courageous and strong people.
0: (laughs) So, what is next for you? (laughs) What, what do you hope to accomplish next with the different projects you're working on? I know you mentioned there is a. A theater production that came out yeah. that talks uh about the same topics as the documentary
1: series um i well i i have like um an idea for like uh like a startup for uh something had that have to do with mental illness and uh, family doctors how to combine like technology um and da- and data to, uh in order to give the family doctor you know like the entire picture of, of the patient and not only the physical so this is one uh, and also just you know continue talking and like through me enabling this dialogue and opening up and opening other people to into this and allowing them to feel something yeah. Yes,
0: definitely and allowed healing,
1: me continue. You know my journey with uh, my story. Yeah,
0: the healing journey continues always, and yes. I definitely this show and and meeting you enabled me also to look at my story a little differently and really, really appreciate your openness and vulnerability and being, you know, so willing to share your story and talk about things that are definitely not easy to talk about but it's so needed people need to hear it yeah (laughs) thank you Uba. i really hope we we meet in person and i hope that uh, we can bring some of the show and the theater productions to um, the us because i think there are a lot of different immigrant stories here that could benefit from knowing
1: that story i think so too and for them I did this interview in English. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <For them. laughs> really appreciate it. And, uh, hope I, I was able to convey the message. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 13 of the Immigrant Squared podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor.com. Stay tuned for additional episodes in English and even some in Hebrew about this important story of the immigration of over a million Jews from the former Soviet Union to Israel, their struggles, and their lessons learned. Until next time.